Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. As I always say, it massively helps out the channel. It truly does. So thank you so much. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account, and it's titled My 29 Female Husband, 32 Male, served me with divorce papers last night and has been cheating on me a whole 10-year relationship. Hi everyone, using a throwaway account because I know some of my friends follow here and know my username. So basically, like the title says, my husband has been cheating on me for a whole relationship of 10 plus years and served me with divorce papers during quarantine. He wants me out of the apartment by next Friday, but I'm too embarrassed to tell my family. In my culture, no one gets a divorce and I don't know where to start. I know I need to get a lawyer, but I'm completely confused and blindsided right now and would like advice before contacting a lawyer, so I don't look as clueless as I am. He's being completely irrational and doesn't want me to have anything, not the furniture in the house, the food in the fridge, or our dog. I'm hoping someone can help me out with the most important things below. First, we don't have a prenup. I met him when I was 19 and he had opened up his first restaurant in the city. I really thought we'd grow old together. I know, stupid of me not to cover my ass, but I was with him for so long, I got really comfortable and couldn't imagine him doing this. We bought a condo in New York and most of it was paid for by me and my family, but it is in his name. I'm scared of losing the house since my parents and I put so much into it. But I also can't afford to keep the house on my own for more than a few months unless I ask my parents for help, which I'm also embarrassed to ask for. Can his infidelity help me out here? Second, he bought me a car for my birthday just last year and is telling me I have to leave the car with him, so I have no way of moving any of my stuff out and will put myself at great risk of getting COVID-19. Is he allowed to do this? Third, I am a co-signer of the two small loans that he has on his restaurants. I'm also invested in them, and they are a great second source of income, even in these times. How will the judge, or whoever ultimately makes the decision, determine whether or not I can maybe keep one of the restaurants or still collect revenue from them? Again, no prenup, and my husband was unfaithful. I'd love to hear your advice. Any bit helps right now. And then there was some additional context because it moved over to another subreddit, the Relationship Advice subreddit. And it said, hi everyone, using a throwaway account because I know some of my friends follow here and know my username. Basically, my husband of three years and partner of 10 plus years has been cheating on me our entire relationship and served me with divorce papers while we quarantined together. He says there's been multiple girls, but the current mistress is a bartender at one of his restaurants. I'm sickened, embarrassed, and confused. This has caught me completely off guard with everything going on right now, especially being that our city is suffering the most. 
I'm not sure why he thought this was the best time to tell me, but he wants me out of the house by next Friday. I don't know how to explain to my traditional Greek parents what is going on. I'm much too embarrassed to tell them I'm getting a divorce. In our family and culture, divorce is unheard of. And with all the money my parents poured into our wedding, home, assets, etc., I don't even know where to begin. I truly feel completely worthless. I never thought that before 30, I'd be in this situation. My husband really had me fooled and I did everything right. I kept in great shape, I'm put together, I cooked, cleaned, the list goes on and on. I don't know where I went wrong to make him cheat. How do I move on now? Do men in their 30s want to be with a woman who has already been divorced? I feel like I'll be seen as damaged goods. If anyone has experienced feelings like this, please let me know how you got through it. Most importantly, how do I tell my family? I'm terrified that they won't let me back in the house. Do I tell them he cheated on me? Edit and slash update on this one. First, I never would have thought this post would have gotten all the responses it did and I've spent all morning reading through all of the comments. I can't thank everyone enough for all your helpful, kind and overall amazing advice. Thank you all for helping me. Here's some questions people have asked that I've looked into and found out. Is my name on the car title? Yes. Is my name on the house? No. It's all in his name. 100%. My parents put in more than half of what the house is worth into renovations and the down payment so we wouldn't get into debt. Safety and violence. He's not a violent person, but if things get ugly, I will call the police. Thank you all for your concerns about my safety. Self-care. I've gotten this one covered. Definitely wouldn't let myself go mentally or physically. I spoke to my sister an hour ago and she was as shocked as I was. She told me I have nothing to be embarrassed about and that my husband should be ashamed of himself, not me. She too, like many of you, told me not to leave. I would be damned if the mistress moved into the house I designed and lived her life the same way I did. So for now, I'm not going anywhere. He's working right now and I'm searching for a lawyer with my sister. She thinks with that amount of money, over 1 million for those asking, my parents put into the house, I might be able to keep it. Thankfully, my dad keeps record of everything so proof of purchase slash ownership shouldn't be a problem. I'm going to call my mum next and tell her what's going on here. My sister thinks it's necessary and that mum and dad will understand and will probably want me home right now. If I decide to go there for comfort and support, I'm taking my car there. I will keep you all updated with another post as time goes on. Thank you all again. And we do have an update from a month later. And from my point of view, as I'm no legal expert on any of these things, so as always, you would take it with a pinch of salt, but initially what comes into my head, and it's only from like other posts that we've read before, and it would be like documenting everything, seeing if your dad, which it sounds like he does, have financial records of money he put towards you, put towards the house in some way, just getting that proof that this money was poured into the house. And lastly, like your sister said, none of this is your fault at all you've got nothing to be embarrassed about about someone else cheating on you he's the shitty one in this situation he's the one who's cheated on you multiple times in 10 plus years and from what it reads here it doesn't sound like he's apologetic in any way whatsoever trying to kick you out of your house as well ah oh, dearie me and i can only hope for some kind of positive outcome in this update coming up 
that OP gets what they deserve out of this and moves on with their life confident, you know, that none of this was their fault and they're not damaged goods. They've just been through a shitty time caused by someone else. So now we're just gonna cover a couple of comments from the relationship advice side of things. Ruthless Bunny started off with, don't leave the house, call a lawyer ASAP. Protect the money. You don't want him draining the accounts. Lock down the credit card so he can't run them up. Just tell your parents that your soon-to-be ex-husband is a lying cheater who's trying to screw you over. Oh, they'll be angry, but not at you. As for damaged goods, don't be silly. We're all damaged goods. Danish says you did not make him cheat. He's just a scumbag. Take legal action. Derogatory says I'm a woman nearing 30 who got divorced a few years ago. First of all, I want to make it clear that you did nothing wrong and you did not make him cheat. I know that in more conservative traditional communities, it is a common idea that wives are somehow responsible for the actions of their husbands and it's just not true. He made the choice to sleep with multiple other women during your marriage, not you. I was very unhappy in my marriage, but I kept it all to myself and never discussed it with my family because of the pressure I felt to look like my life was perfect. It completely backfired on me when I decided to leave my husband who kept his two cars in our closed garage, leaving me to shovel snow off mine throughout winter for eight years. Just one example of how inconsiderate he was. I would welcome this divorce as a fresh start and be thankful that he told you while you're still young. Thankfully, he didn't hide it even longer. If your family turns their back on you because of your husband's actions, then those are not family members you want in your life. You deserve people who value you and love you unconditionally. I would highly recommend reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle. She does a fantastic job discussing how women's spirits are pushed down and we are made to believe that we don't deserve happiness and freedom the same way men do. It's amazing. Also, if it's legal to record conversations without consent of both parties, you need to get him on video slash voice recording admitting to his affairs. Time to lawyer up, but it's okay. You can do hard things. Mo the truth says, don't move out, don't move out several times. Don't move out. Contact a lawyer ASAP and ask him how to proceed. If you move out first, some jurisdictions will view that as you abandoning the marriage and thus may lose some marital assets. And most of all, don't tell your dickhead husband what you're doing because dollars to donuts, he already knows this and that's why he's trying to rush you out the door. Don't give him anything. Just give him the old, I don't want to leave, I love you, we can make this work until you get proper legal guidance. Now, let's move on to that update to find out what happened next. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
So the update came a month later, which said, hey everyone, I'm back. I wanted to come back with a little update because I'm wine tipsy right now and egg not. I'm not sure what that means. These past couple of weeks have been a roller coaster of emotions. Some bad, but mostly good. Now that things here in New York are starting to look a bit more promising, my attitude towards the situation and my mental state are in a much different place than they were a few weeks ago. I mentioned this before, but I want to say it again. Thank you for your messages, for sharing your stories and the amazing advice given by strangers. It means so much, especially at a very hard time. As I mentioned in my last post, my ex-husband had been cheating on me a whole 10 plus year relationship. Three years we were married with multiple women and served me with divorce papers during the peak of COVID curve here in New York City. He wanted me out and he wanted everything, even things that were not his. We have not talked since April 27th and are solely communicating through lawyers. He has moved back into the office of one of the restaurants that he owns. Yes, you heard that right. And he spends his time between his restaurants and the new chick's house. His parents begged and pleaded with me to get back with him in a phone call on May 3rd, but that will never happen. Here's an update. Legally, the apartment is most likely going to be given to me. His lawyer agreed that this very well might be the case, though I know they're going to fight me until they can't anymore. Given that there are bank statements and documents showing the majority was paid for by my family. If this isn't the case, it will be 50-50. Either way, I do plan on moving to a smaller place in a different neighborhood and don't really care for the apartment the same way I did. What I once saw as a place where we would raise a family has now become a somewhat empty museum to me. As long as his new missus isn't living the life I once did, I don't care which way we go with it. I last spoke about him wanting to take the car from me. Well, the car is mine until the judge determines what to do with it. My name is on the title and though he is making the payments, it is mine. I can't really imagine why I needed a 100K car to sit on the street and accumulate tickets daily. So while it's mine for now, I honestly can't afford the maintenance on it and I live in New York City, so free car for now. Thankfully, he's not going to fight me for the custody of our beloved pup. The most important factor in all of this, she's mine. The restaurant, so I spoke about my partial ownership in one of the restaurants. I've decided to sell it back to him. I think it's best to cut ties with him and getting a check every two weeks in the mail with his signature on it and a post-it with a penis? <laughs> P star star IS, that's random, drawn on it has made me resent him even more. So I'm going to sell my percentage back to him or whoever wants to invest. I'll put that money towards a car I can afford on my own or my new place, etc. A lot of people were telling me to get checked for STDs and I took your advice and headed over to Planned Parenthood. All is well in that department. Now, onto my family, which I was terrified to say anything to. They have been so supportive. My rocks through all of this madness. I never imagined my parents being there for me like they have, but they've really been a major part of my healing process and have assured me that I have nothing to be ashamed of, no matter our culture. Now that it's safer too, I've been back and forth from my place to theirs once a week. Naturally, some drama has occurred, though turns out my big fat Greek family knows his new girlfriend's big fat Greek family. We go to the same church. To say things got messy is an understatement, but my mum ended up telling everyone in our community that this family's daughter ruined the home. 
I feel awful about this, but my family comes from a culture where the woman in this situation is wrong and the man is just doing what men do. Awful. Trust me, I know. But it's their old school ways and this girl is notorious in our community for a bad reputation, with drugs, partying, etc. This made it so much worse and I feel like I'm to blame, but also not. If there's one thing I've realized is that I cannot control the actions of others, but I can control my own reaction. I apologized to her on behalf of my family in a letter I'm sure she got. In return, I got a message on Facebook from her mother that says I deserved everything I got and she hopes I lose everything. They are a super sweet family. So that's pretty much a little update on what's happened in a month. We're waiting to take things to court and soon I will be a free woman. Recently, our third wedding anniversary passed. It was the first time during all this madness where I felt just fine. I took my dog in my lol car to the beach that day and sat there with a red solo cup filled with one of those super mini cheap bottles of barefoot Moscato and reflected on life in general. And long story short, I know who I am, I will heal and will come out of this stronger than I've ever been. In a way, I'm looking at it like I'm getting a second chance to relive my 20s. But this time, I just can't get wasted and go to work the next day because of bath. <laughs> I'm in no rush to date anytime soon. I'm still young and have my whole life ahead of me. I saw a picture of him and the new girl recently and instead of being upset or angry, I kind of felt bad for him. He lost someone who was with him when he had nothing. Someone who really loved him and gave her all. Just to be with a 21-year-old girl who is using him for material things that just don't matter. It doesn't make sense, but in the grand scheme of things, I dodged a bullet. This is just a chapter in my book that I can't wait to be done with. Thanks all, and much love. And, you know, I think it turned out fairly positive for OP in the end there. And I think she was totally right towards it. And I think she's got a great attitude and she really did dodge that bullet, as she said. But now I'm going to turn this story to you guys. What do you guys make of this one? What do you make of OP's attitude towards the end there and how they're dealing with the situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Home Junior who says, am I the asshole for not paying for my landlord's damaged car after he rammed his car into mine? I saw a landlord story and I thought I got to jump on that one. I live in my landlord's home, renting part of it. Anyways, the suite came with one parking spot. The parking spot that he advertised. This tiny, tiny squeeze right next to two of his cars parked in front of his two-car garage. I live in Vancouver, so landlords can get away with offering the minimum and expect the maximum in rent. But okay, I could carefully fit my tiny coupe in, and I had for three months without incident. Well, as I was trying to leave the house yesterday morning, I witnessed my landlord trying to back his F-350 into its usual spot next to my car. Except he missed and rammed my car instead. He climbs out of his truck, looks at me and cusses me out, telling me that because I had my car there, I was at fault. That my car being there made for reckless parking and he had no option but to hit me. Mind you, this was the spot he advertised and I had been parking. Like he directed me to. I was in the very same spot earlier that morning that he was able to get out of, so it clearly wasn't impossible. I told him no, that he hit my car and that he was the one who sanctioned a parking spot there and that I would be happy to settle this without involving insurance if he'd like to pay out of pocket to sort out my car. 
he of course chuckled at me, called me an idiot, and told me to expect a bill in the mail tomorrow. It should be important to note that I am a tiny, quiet, and shy woman, and I assumed he thought I'd back down. Yeah, no. I said, nope, you give me no option except to call the police. So I quickly took photos, all while this man was suddenly very angry and cussing me out. I quickly went into my suite, locked the doors, called the police. Remembered I still had screenshots of the advertised rental suite and photos of the landlord's sanctioned parking space. Gave it all to the police. It was a lot. I never had spoken to the police before. This morning, he sent me a ton of texts calling me a bitch, that I was costing him a ton of money, etc, etc. I know that I am in the right legally, but am I the arsehole for how I went about it? Now again, after reading many, many of these stories... And when people always say, you know, they'd be happy to settle this without involving the insurance, it always makes me go, ooh, not a good idea, I don't think. And it's only from like these stories that's made me realize that how bad a situation it could get if you don't involve those insurances. But there's absolutely no way you're going to be the asshole in this situation to me, you know. He drove into your car. What's there to argue about? Although I think... Reading this and the, his attitude towards you afterwards, sending you tons of texts calling you a bitch and that you cost him a ton of money, I don't think your life is going to be easier him being your landlord now. And whilst I, I know it's probably not easy just moving out just like that, I do wonder if it's a place that you do want to stay whilst this is going on. It's one of those situations where I think you're always going to be looking over your shoulder. What's he up to now? What's he going to be doing? And is that the way you want to live? Again, I know it's not easy to just move out. I know it's not simple like that, but it does make me question it. Elise says, not the arsehole. He sounds like the arsehole and you should probably move. Lee says, not the arsehole, sounds like you did the only thing that you could and what you needed to do to ensure your safety. That said, this man has keys to your apartment, so I would consider moving ASAP. I know that's not as easy as I make it sound, but please do what you can to be safe. This guy doesn't sound reasonable. Alternative Rub says, call your insurance, give them his information and police report and his insurance will be paying for your car. Not the arsehole, he's a damn arsehole. Adept one says not the arsehole, but also he's going to make your life miserable as long as you live there. Do you have any option to move? Because I'd seriously consider that. And one more from this is Alicia who says not the arsehole. You handled the situation well and there's nothing wrong with knocking an arsehole landlord down a peg. Now, have you ever dealt with an arsehole landlord? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And as always, just a huge Thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. And you blow me away with the support you give towards this channel. So thank you so, so much. And I hope I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face throw my clothes on start my day wake up i can smell the smoke from the bacon let's go see the sun shining from the windows okay i know that's a damn ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 